When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go. What a song. What a, what song. a song. It is a great song. Uh, two items I have. Two items for you. Yes. The uh, score, uh, the weekend uh, scoreboard tally is in. Uh, wonderful, nice uh, blue weekend, warm weather, everything. The final score is College of Big Island, 1,232 <laughs> Social Distancing Institute, zero. Oh, it was yeah. a bit of a blowout. It was a bit mm-hmm. of a blowout yesterday. We were out in the lake uh, yesterday, Joe, uh, some yeah. friends of mine and I, and uh, boy... Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of social distancing going on in Lake Minnetonka, I got to tell you. How about urinating in the water? Was there a little of that? Well, Pat, we had a gal that was with us that wasn't from the area, and she said, um, boy, I can't wait to go for a swim. And I said, I don't think you want to go. we got to get over there by Wyzetta Bay maybe oh. before we uh, do that. Uh, the other thing I would like to report, who was the man ahead of his time when he bought a convertible? couple of years ago me right you, you of course. sure yeah, now you're supposed to drive with your windows open i got yep. the whole thing i am safe you can't get me i am safe <laughs> <laughs> drive with the windows open i saw that and i was very excited so if the top's down is the mask on or is it off uh yeah right <laughs> i did see some woman in front of me today going about 28 with her mask on and was Trying to decide whether she was going to make that left turn or not. And from the convertible, I did cast a very loud aspersion about make up your bleeping mind, you know. (laughs) Are you going to turn or not, honey? you got to make up your mind. Let's go here. Let's go here. Anyway, it's... uh, I mentioned this to Reavers earlier, but uh, driving downtown today, I drove through town and... uh, uh, we were in uh, the the North Loop yesterday and saw about three condo buildings under construction, large condo buildings, and then all through downtown there are these buildings uh, that are are half complete. And I gotta wonder if they're ever gonna be completed, uh, Joe, when we decide not to have law enforcement downtown. I wonder between the pandemic and other issues, I gotta hunch the market for those might have cooled off. What do you think about a policeless Minneapolis, Patrick? I uh, they they do admit they don't exactly know 
what they're talking about here. Right. They just want to get rid of it. But uh, I think you got to have a plan B before you can execute plan A, don't you? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, I, I don't know. I'm not in favor of it. I, uh, and, uh, I, uh, you know, there's certainly some issues, but uh, I'm not in favor of it. But at least the mayor had a good week, uh, didn't he? Oh, boy. Yeah. Did you see him? I don't uh, think our mayor. I don't think our mayor has ever had as bad a week as as Jake, oh, as yeah. good old Jake. No. Do you Did see I, him dancing in the crowd and and then uh, getting? He had to make the walk of shame after the protesters <laughs> ripped the hell out of him. Yes, and he also, uh, you know, okay, I shouldn't say this, but I guess he uh, the the weeping at the casket uh, was a little over. That was too. a little bit of pandering, I thought. Yeah, yeah, but who knows? He's he's who knows? I mean, he's a guy who's still upset that they shot off fireworks in 2014. So uh, I don't know. George is still uh, getting funerals, by the way. I think he's on number three today, and he's finally back in Houston. Houston, big one yeah. down there. Yeah. Well, it's not George's fault. That, no, uh, no, everybody, no, Everybody no. is using this to uh, to uh, make a point, I guess. So, mm -hmm. and uh, I have a question, Pat. We 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 broached this briefly on Garage Logic, but at what point, you know, with all these, let's not have police in Minneapolis. At what point are the likes of the twins going to step up and say, "Ah, uh, hello"? Or are they just going to not get involved in it? Well, they're going to stay. You know, this this plan will have to be uh, formulated before you start opposing it. I would imagine. I think. I think uh, much of this is to uh, mollify the. There was only what a few thousand protest. I don't know, thousand protesters. How many? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I think that's done. But I see this is happening all over the country. Miami. Right. Miami said something today about. Uh, you know what? Uh, again, ahead of my time. What yeah. did I say about airplanes? Honor yeah. system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And maybe that's what we can try in the city. The honor system. What Good, do you luck think? To you. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. The plan not? hasn't been approved yet, but I do oppose it. Well, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever it no, is. No, we haven't seen what it is. And uh, certainly, uh, I, I think that... Uh, yeah, they they got to tell us what idea B is. Uh, I do like the fact that if we're having some rampaging domestic uh, abuser uh, in a domestic disturbance where about 50% of these shootings take place, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to send us uh, a mental health worker and have her knock on the door politely and say, or him please stop say, this. Would you yeah, please yeah, stop yeah, this? Yeah, we, we have to treat each one another with more respect here. Yeah. So. We'll send out the choir of justice to sing off-key folk songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, boy, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to know how over the top to get uh, here in uh in making and ridiculing this because uh, uh, of the situation, but man alive, that's uh, uh, it makes no sense. And by the way, you know what else is important downtown? What businesses? Well, they're going to leave, big man. Big office buildings. You tell uh, you tell the people downtown in big office buildings uh, that they're not going to have. Uh, uh, legitimate police protection anymore uh you know uh, they, they're gonna get out of there we said that on the show today so you're in a 12-member law firm on the 17th floor of the acme building you don't need to be there you'll end up out in edina somewhere yeah there's Rent a, and, and space. by the way there's gonna be plenty of office space available everywhere after this as everybody yeah. found out you can have people working at home yeah. so uh Oh, I don't know the whole uh, the the chaos, the uh, financial chaos in so many areas is going to be uh, 
amazing when this whole thing is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, mall, empty malls and, uh, you know, condos not selling and uh, downtown. Well, I, I mentioned Reavers today. Uh, one, I drove by the Ziggy Dome yesterday. $1.15 billion. Mm-hmm. We have invested in that. We're virtually uh, all of it public money when you consider what the fans paid for, for it. But the city of Minneapolis, I believe, by the time they get done paying off what they have to pay off over a 30-year period, when you include the interest, it's like $600 million. Wow. You know, how are you going to get that back? You know a couple, closely, you know a couple, that went from the suburbs to downtown as they yes. empty-nested. Yes. And they have a, one of the nice condos, I suppose, yeah. in a, what, an old warehouse building mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they think now. I, me- I, I meant to ask. I know the guy. I meant to ask, Next time I see him, I want to ask him. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, uh, you know, I was in the North Loop yesterday, and everything was hunky-dory, you know, mm-hmm. sitting outside, but... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what that was in the daytime too. Well, so I was just going to say Minneapolis main issues are usually from about nine p.m. Mm-hmm. till about five a.m. Well, 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 the interesting thing is downtown, the Hennepin Avenue area. Yeah. They have been begging the police for more, you know, yeah. enforcement yeah. in that. That not the North Loop area as much as that area, right? The warehouse yeah. district over yeah. towards the warehouse the light rail. district. Yep. They have been begging them for more police enforcement because of the uh, youth running wild down there and fights and muggings and stuff like that. And now you're going to have fewer police. Okay, thank you. Reavers, are you done working downtown? Yes, completely. Yeah, yeah. that's gone. All right, that's good. That well, that was mostly uh, killed by the pandemic. Uh, but mm-hmm. then I, I just, yeah, I'm done. I'm not, I, I have two kids to get home to. I don't need that, need yeah. it that bad. Well, well, uh, but it is a nice that, uh, that the bars are open, right? Well, I was telling Joe earlier. Were they, weren't they supposed to wait until June 7th? Uh, well, June outdoor, our, you know, outdoor is fine, but the bar, I didn't think the bars were open over the weekend. I got a snapshot of, from... A cell phone photo of someone mm-hmm. who stopped to uh, get a pizza at one of the local bars, and as he went in to pick it up, there were fifty people shoulder to shoulder okay. gulping down the beers. So uh, that that it's over, by the way. Well, the governor Walls is, you know, thank God, maybe we got the hospitals. We gave them their shot, right, to get ready yeah. for this. Yeah. But it's uh, people have stopped listening. It's it's not, you know, play ball. What the hell? I mean, people are not paying attention anymore. So you might as well turn her loose. And and they never will again. By no, the way. no. If if the big uh, if it comes roaring back in the fall, nobody's right. going to listen to what you no. say. Uh, Ross Duhat, Duhat, Duthat of the New York Times. You ever read him? I haven't lately. No. Well, he's he's what passes for someone with at least somewhat of a conservative view in the New York Times, and he had a really really interesting piece today on 
on how we manage to convince ourselves to deny reality. You know, when the when the pandemic first hit, uh, public health was going to take care of it. And then when that failed, uh, these lockdown orders were going to take care of it. And then Trump went through the period where he just, he said, it's just going to go away on its own. And on and on and on and on. It, my point being, he got to the point in the column where he said, none of those things worked and none of them will ever be tried again because it's not, nobody will listen. It's over. No, and, uh, you know, let's face it. I, I, in a lot, of, when what was happening in Italy occurred, uh, we had reason to panic, right? Yeah. I mean, but uh, uh, at at some point, you cannot. I've said all along, you cannot tell us stay in your house for two months or mm-hmm. however long. And by the way, there's still a seventy percent chance you're going to get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just coming later. Mm-hmm. That don't. You know, if I got to get it, let me have it in March when it's cold instead of June when the weather's nice, right? Right, right. I want to get her and I want to get her early and take my chances. You know, and uh, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. Let's uh, somebody uh, somebody figure out what to do about this, right? Get a flu shot. Well, it's it would be it would be called a vaccine. I know, I know. That's and uh, but, but we don't know, have one yet. Now we got our we got we get the flu shot and kind of hope that's what that increases your chances of not getting it to some extent. Right, doesn't make you immune. And then you get your shingle shot too. Now you get that one too. Have I don't you know had if one I got, of those lately? I don't you got to get the shingle a, shot, I guess. I don't, I don't think I had a shingle and, shot. And now you get this one, and then it's going to eventually, and it's going to, but it's not going to make you, it's not going to be like polio, right? It's going to just reduce your odds of getting it. I, think. I, I, I hope it's not like polio. Yeah. No, would, no, yeah. I mean, polio, we pretty well eliminated polio. You had yeah. to work after, after that Jonas Salk, by the way. He's all right. He, he deserved. He deserved. I hope somebody's got a statue of him someplace because yeah. that I, I wouldn't want that damn polio. No, that was no, a bad no, thing. No, that was a that was a bad one. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> when you're yeah, really I got, out on I a limb there. One, I got awake in one minute. Uh, one admission. Medicine and science are not my strong point. No. Okay, that's fair. I'm okay on math. <laughs> yep. A little bit of geography, history, I can do that, but science med- med- and medicine, medicine, I'm, out. I'm uh, yeah, I, geometry, no, either that, uh, you know, and measuring the uh, angles and adding them all up, I can't do that either. Did you ever have to dissect a frog in high school? Oh God, yes. Yeah, yeah we had to do yeah, that. Yeah. I bet they don't do that anymore. No heavens, no. That'd be animal cruelty. <laughs> we, uh, my, my, that would have been my sophomore year of high school. We had a couple of uh, rowdy farm kids that brought in live ones. Okay. Yeah. And then they, uh, he, he, he had it in the tray. His name was Peter. Mm-hmm. He was a bit of a he was a bit of a troublemaker, but he was pretty funny. And then he had he it. bite the head off it like Ozzy Osbourne. No, no, no. He was pretending that he had it in his in his pocket in his uh, shirt pocket, mm-hmm. and he let it out. He said, "Oh my God, it's alive!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, no, I think uh, that'd have been funny. You know, my first wife. Knew the uh, Rowdy Patrick, right? The, sure. The, uh, uh-huh. the, but I've thought about it in years, and, and you know, she only has herself to blame, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Because the first time the first time I brought her over to the house to meet the old man, oh, yep. there were 200 uh, frogs who had had their legs removed sitting on the kitchen floor on a big thing, croaking. Still croaking, even though their legs were in the two frying pans. Oh. 
she didn't run out. She should have ran out right yeah, then. Right? That should have been a signal. <laughs> that yeah. should have. I mean, this is a girl who ate mashed potatoes, and now we got. And I introduced her to the old man, and she, he says, "Gene, you want some frogs?" And uh, I think she was uh, dumbfounded and did not probably answer that. Damn, they were tasty. So she oh, didn't yeah. make the connection to what she would later discover. <laughs> yes, That's right. You're right. That is on this her. This is, uh, you know, the, the the big event of the fall for us was to go down and flip over the uh, grain boards that we had in the lake and catch the frogs. So, God, uh, you've told me this a thousand times, and I still don't know what is a grain board it's a big heavy board that they used to put on containers of grain i guess okay. i don't know we always call them grain boards how would i know yeah. well, my only visits to the farm were to make sure it wasn't in any season where they were working <laughs> right <laughs> are you guys doing anything did you ever detassel corn joe oh, god no i don't think i did i got signed up for that for once you're gonna do you're gonna give you can make some money you can detassel corn my career lasted about two hours but, that was yeah. it that, on the on the totem pole though of jobs ranked that's up towards the top because yeah, they don't do it anymore well they there's nothing the worse than getting assigned to pick rock well that's what is de, what is detasseling corn is that you like when i buy corn the, i got a peel of skin off uh, you used to have, you, we have to take one off the top right you god i to, wish kenny was part of this we conversation. had to pull something off the top of them yeah. i don't know that hairy thing look how wig or something yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I you had to do it this is feed corn this wasn't oh. seed corn this was yeah. feed corn and i don't think did we not want the cattle eating the uh, the thing well, on the top? Well, you would either detassel it for one of two reasons: either because the family was going to eat it, or yeah, you would dry it out for for animal yeah, animal well, food. Well, they got the corn pickers now that don't leave a kernel on the ground, but that wasn't the way it was back then. No, no, no. So, Boy, it's it. amazing what we talk about when there ain't no baseball. <laughs> well, we're uh, we're we're slowly beating on each other the owners and the players but they're uh it seems like they're working on doable compromises finally what 76 games and 75 percent of your pay and the players still want a hundred percent uh not you know not of the whole total but the prorated 76 games and I, if they throw 80 at them, the players are going to have to take it and play ball, don't you think? I think so. What was the uh, what was the great tweet that you read to me off the air from uh, the guy out in L.A.? Oh, well, L.A. says <laughs> they have gone from, uh, what is it? The, owner, the owners, uh, whatever owners, they offered. Uh, where is it? Uh, Andy McCullough, <laughs> who's the Dodger beat writer. He's pretty damn good. He says, let me find it here. It's, I don't think it's very far down my list here. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, where is it? That's good. That's good. That's good. You have to give credit to Major League Baseball for conceding from their initial offer of six of one to now offering a half dozen of the other. He said, "That <laughs> was pretty funny." Yeah. Why aren't we playing town ball yet? Boy, is that no a great idea. question? No idea. No. Why idea. aren't we playing little league yet? I no idea. That's gonna be uh, what. And the June sixth, they still said no games, and they mm-hmm. won't. But who do you talk to? Who do you get an explanation from? Mm-hmm. Do, they, do we have anybody in that government, in this Walls collection, who tells us why? why? Without it's specifically, not just these generalities. I think what we need, Pat, is another layer of government to maybe oversee. Uh, oh, I these think types we need things. someone that 
people can call up and say, why? Why are bars open? Why are bars opening uh, where you're going to have 60 people slobbering on each other? That was the word of a guy on the baseball board who should go nameless. But but you can't have 50 people watching a baseball game. Uh, it, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But this thing... The restrict, and I will admit that they had tremendous confusion at the first start. They were just throwing darts. They didn't know what to do. And uh, but the 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 thing that has driven me crazy from you know for at least two months, six weeks, is the inconsistencies are unbelievable. Pat, it's all about the dials, man. You got to turn the dial. Yeah, got to turn the dial. Well, the Isn't there dial, a little baseball got, on the dial? Let's go to baseball. I got news for you, Tim. The dial has been turned by the public. The yeah. public has turned the dial. They are no longer uh, uh, listening, and uh, they, you know, there are a few the, the, that have turned a deaf ear. But uh, I mean, the, there are a few who haven't who are still listening. But most have turned the deaf, deaf ear. Have you dined out yet? Yes, yesterday. I did, North, yesterday. I did Friday. I did Friday. Uh, yes. No, I did Saturday. Saturday. Yesterday in the North Loop, uh, we had a Parlor Burgers at, uh, oh. at uh, outside the borough. Oh, yeah. the Parlor Burgers! And they had a nice table out there. It was a gorgeous day, and uh, it was uh, it was fine. The scenery was outstanding. I bet down there in the North Loop, just some really handsome people walking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, we did get the. Glance, because uh, there are not a lot of seventy-four-year-olds with their sixty-eight-year-old wife dining at that point. There's a little younger crowd, like yeah. oh, a half a century. Did you give them? The, <laughs> you know? Did you give them? The, I needed to get out yeah. of the house. <laughs> hey, you know, let's face it. If Tony Oliva walked by and I say hi, Tony, I would have went the only one who I recognized him. You know, it was, a, but it was, uh, you know, God, it was a nice day. Well, yesterday. so if the two of you went out dining, that means the game of flaws was good over the weekend. Yeah, it was pretty good. We had a two-hour drive, and uh, only a few past recriminations were brought up. So it was. Uh, the big thing we're into now is you never support me, Joe. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. you got to create a rule that you can't play the game in the car. No. Because you're trapped. No, you're trapped. No. You, can't, you can't walk away. Well, not only that, you can't bring up. There should be like a 72-hour time limit. To not repeat old stuff, you know. I agree. If you know something that happened thirty years ago. Yep. Okay, you mentioned this on Tuesday. You can't mention it again until Saturday, right? right I mean right. you gotta have a forty eight hour rule. Gotta, yeah. I'm gonna make it a seventy two hour rule All right. in the game of flaws. I know right. I know in the game of life it's forty eight hours. Oh, but Pat, you guys should write the handbook. The <laughs> yeah. game of flaws rule book. Here's the oh, trouble. Oh, we should. Though. We should. It'd probably the, be a bestseller. Here's the trouble. I don't think Mrs. Racy's aware of the the attention the ah. game of flaws has gotten. Okay. And if she does, that will be a big flaw. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a grand slam home run against right. me in the game of That's flaws. That's Puckett hitting the home run in the <laughs> yeah, series. Right. Yeah. That's right. That and might we'll, be game, set, and match. And we'll <laughs> see you in divorce court. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. You, help were me. you going to share what you shared with me about uh, the coverage of the NBA with the mayor? Did you want me to remind you? Oh, yeah. Joe, 
The yeah. NBA is creating this. Why are they waiting till July 31st? By I don't know. Way? They must have got the date from Walls. Everything's been loosened. Up. <laughs> Everything has been loosened up down there. Orlando says, "Come on in." Uh, it must be when TV wants it, huh? Or that, TV or is it wants also... To, TV wants to have the playoffs winding down and when? I don't know. Before football, well, I'm sure. not before football, but uh, they, they won't get it done before football, but early football. But uh, uh, they've, they're going to create this bubble, Joe, of, of hotels and the arena in, at, Disney, at Disney World, right? Yep. Disney yeah. World. And... You're gonna. People are gonna. You know, you'll be able to go out and dine in there. The players, but the players can't get in their car and drive to Lake, you know, someplace or something. And if you want to have your writer within this bubble, which where you'll be tested and stuff like that, your mm-hmm. your beat writer, sixty thousand. What? Sixty thousand. The NBA would charge a newspaper sixty thousand. Charge if you're gonna send your reporter. To be inside the bubble. Yeah. In other words, get to cover the games, get to be there for the games, and apparently get some access to players. I don't know what the access would be. Uh, I was told, and now it hasn't been republicized because I, I wonder yeah. if I wonder if outlets don't want to take on the NBA to make it look like they're whining, you know, oh, you should, you know, get the, but uh, $60,000 if you want to be inside the bubble. I ain't paying it. No, well, luckily we have the Timberwolves, so it's not an issue. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, is that going to start a trend? Well, it is to some degree. Not that kind of money, but it's this whole uh, the whole way that uh, sports reporting is done now for non rights holders is going to be changed when this is over. Wandering around the clubhouse at 8.30 in the morning in spring training and see what you can find. Those days are going to be over. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go back and do it now. You got to, uh, you, uh, I'll say one thing. About six weeks ago, I had a nice list of about eight or nine stories I wanted to do, and then I was adding to that as we went along, you know, features on various people and things. And yeah. She's done. <laughs> yeah. The well is dry. I, it is now Monday, and I got no idea where I'm headed for Thursday. I have no idea she is done. I know. Kirk Cousins, your thoughts. <laughs> yes, right. Because <laughs> now that Collar isn't on talking about it on the station two hours every day, uh, I need some uh, I need some Kirk Cousins. Every- can, you know, can he handle pressure? How about, there does, we go. Does, can Kirk handle pressure? That would be go. good. That would be good. So. Uh, we do have a new video, gentlemen, if you'd like, on, from our president. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, Twitter. we need that. Uh, How about the president's uh, popularity rating? Not doing well. Yeah, in she the, took uh, a little hit over the, the weekend. Uh, in the, uh, He's down in Jimmy Carter territory. Civil unrest, yeah. So uh, here is two minutes of the five-minute speech that uh, our president is delivering on race in America. <laughs> here we go. Throughout our history, great leaders such as Frederick Douglass, Harriet Dubman, <laughs> Martin Luther King, Jr. <laughs> you gotta remember the Jr. You gotta, because it's like with Don, my son Don Jr. I say, you gotta remember to say the Jr. because you're not me. 
Yeah. <laughs> These great heroes have fought to develop a greater sense of unity, equality, and prosperity for all Americans. It's true, they fought for not just African Americans, but they fought for everybody. Not a lot of people know that, but like, they were the people to be great. Oh. And even though Martin Luther King Jr. was very popular and defeated racism, occasionally things happen that are tough for our country to deal with, and we have to revisit our problems that have caused us so much pain. There's still pain. There's still, and believe me, I feel the pain. There's still a lot of pain in our country, and we've got to fix it. It's so good. <laughs> the recent violence, okay, violence against such bad violence, against certain members of the African-American community recently have troubled me greatly, and I intend to do strong things to combat it. <laughs> We're going to fight. This is a new war. This is a, just like the COVID was a war, this is a war. And we're going to do it. We're going to fight it and we're going to win. I have put together a commission of great African-American leaders and people of other faiths and groups <laughs> to find a way to combat our recent problems with disgorge of racism and tension. I fully back our police and law enforcement who are doing a tremendous job dealing with very tough things. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is that all you could get? Well, I, he he re-edited the video because usually he likes to keep them under two minutes. Okay. I think that that was part okay. of the reason why. All right. I would have liked other, to know where he was going. Well, there. that's the part that was making me a little nervous. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> other other faiths. He's <laughs> But I love every time he mixes in, not a lot of people know that, he does that visually so perfectly. Because <laughs> yep. what, what was your line, Joe? He's the king of the non sequitur. Or that, that impression. He, oh, he nailed Pat, it. Pat, the other day I was saying, I recalled, you know, the, the, the Dark Star story where I said, Dark, what, what, what is the theme of your show? Do you have a plan? And he goes, what can the next three hours do for me, Dark Star? And I said, Trump. That's him. That's him. That is, yeah. What can these four years being president do for me? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's you, it. I've said from the get-go, you know, that you cannot be the president of the United States and respond to every slight. Right. <laughs> you know, there are people who are not going to like you. Right. That's, a, that's part of the job. Right. You cannot be upset. Every time somebody, uh, you know, in the midst of all this, he still has time to send out insults for Romney and uh, yeah. and uh, Colin Powell and yeah, yeah Colin Powell and uh, it's it's unbelievable. You have to ignore a few things, right? Well, we kept waiting for that to become evident. It's never going to. No, no, it's not. It's I always not. thought it would. Mm -hmm. I uh, the other a lot, day, not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I uh, woke at 3.15 a.m. to do what people do at 3.15 sure. a.m. when you're a 74-year-old male. And uh, my newspaper was there Sunday morning. I couldn't believe How it. About 3.15. So I, so I tweeted that out. I said, blah, blah, blah. Hey, this is great, man. And uh, But I was thinking all the people that think Trump is uh, this hard worker because he, he tweets in the middle of the 
I've said this before. He tweets in the middle of the night. He's up peeing just like the rest of us, okay? Right. <laughs> he's up. He's 74 years old. He's up taking a whiz. That's what That's what we do. So. I don't get my Sunday papers till at least 9.30. Oh, that's too late. I know. Well, what that's was too this, late. Well, did you tell uh, Pat the story of... Uh, how's, uh, how's the... I haven't seen the Pioneer Press in a couple of weeks. How is she looking on Sunday? Well, thin. Pat, the A section contains the Metro and the business. Although, uh, the uh, uh, sadly, the obits are uh, unbelievable. We had 10 pages again on uh, Sunday. Well, is that COVID? Uh, quite a bit of it. But it has I, to be. I think it is also older people dying in hospitals, and the family is being, you know, because of COVID being around, the families aren't uh, visiting them, and I think they're feeling guilty because they mm-hmm. haven't been able to... Uh, to uh, tell uh, the fan family, the loved one, how much they love them, and uh, they're doing it in print. We had, uh, you know, and the, those things aren't cheap. Uh, no. paid obits, but uh, it's it's. But a lot of it's got to be COVID. Yeah, I, I would think. I don't know. Joe, have you ever told Pat the story of the when you ran into your delivery guy uh, after your paper hadn't made it to the front door? Well, I went up to SA. Yeah. <laughs> to get the Sunday papers, <laughs> and. Uh, the guy in front of me was just, he, this is uh, 9.30 in the morning. He had two hot dogs and a can of pop or something. <laughs> he he just got done paying, and as he went out the door, it dawned on me, that's my guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's my paper guy. Yeah, but for some up. reason, I just finished paying for the papers uh-huh. and, and didn't, didn't say anything to him, but he was sitting in his car eating the hot dogs. <laughs> And I'm thinking, Mike, Michael, I had to come up here and buy the Sunday papers. You're up here eating a hot dog <laughs> two, at 9.30 in the morning. Two hot dogs. They probably had He's a special. He's trying to get his energy up. For, uh, <laughs> uh, do you got, do you got a, is he a tosser? Does he fling him up? Yes. He's a flinger? Yes. Oh. He's a flinger. I uh, Now, my guy, I don't complain about it much, but we do have these little small evergreeny things out there. Well, and once in a while, that I could be to, a variety of things. Once in a while, I have to. What's uh, an evergreeny thing? Uh, the little ones, but not the ones that grow big. The ones that's small, you know, <laughs> that stay down there by the ground, but they get thick, you know, whatever the hell they call them. I don't know. Oh, I can't. I uh, jeez. But they throw it, and once in a while, you find them in the. You got to look sure. in there to see if oh. it's in there. Zane's getting off. By the way. <laughs> The uh, landscaper showed up today. I'm, I'm very curious as to uh, what we're uh, what what we're doing this. Weren't year. you uh, consulted about the plan? Is this the we or is this the me? What's this going to cost me? <laughs> yes, that ah, was the one. That was you know the what me. then you're going to love everything they do. <laughs> yeah, right. That was the what's the, that is exactly the what's this going to cost me? I, right. I do just one little word. One change yeah. the whole message. I do right. still love the visual that I have in my head when Joe discovered that his newspaper guy was munching on a couple of roller dogs <laughs> from the gas station. Yeah. Oh, oh it's in the dead of winter. It was uh, just dreadful. Uh, Pat, my favorite early newspaper story is uh, covering the Vikings in Oakland. Getting on the red eye and walking up my sidewalk to pick up the paper on the stoop. What I had written was waiting by the time I got home from Oakland. Oh, you had the red eye, yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. fantastic. They yeah. uh, that uh, they they, t- they tell the famous story about uh, what was the guy's Barry, great writer Barry, but he was the columnist in uh, San Diego, and he was notoriously slow. And Jerry McGee, remember him? 
Yeah. The San Diego football writer, famous yeah. football writer, covered every Super Bowl for from the get-go. And they were in Baltimore, and Jerry sent in his gamer and made his flight to San Diego from mm-hmm. Baltimore, landed, and uh, we called the office to make sure everything was okay. He says, yeah. They said, yeah, when is Barry going to file? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, if it's that hard to work, don't do it. Find a yeah. different job. Yeah. Like, doctor, we talked about Dr. Gary Libman. Dr. Gary trapped in Fenway was, till was, midnight. Is that hard a week? Yeah. You know what? I always tell people when they're back, I've said it for years. <laughs> When they're struggling and can't taking their time, and I said, "Don't worry, nobody's going to read it anyway." Come on, yeah, go ahead. Let let's go. go here. Yeah, let's go. Come on, get her going. Get her going. Although I'm not as quick as I used to be. You used to be lightning. Are you still lightning? Yep. Wow. I'm I not. saw no reason to be slow. Yeah. Well, I, I think especially it's just, if there was an earthquake. I think it's just the mind. You know, it's the mind because I, I sometimes sounds like Trump. You know, it's the mind. It's, it, it's, I often, it's the mind. I, uh, not often, but at least once a day, think of a word and can't remember what it is. <laughs> so yep. I have to type it into synonyms for another word and see if it pops up. So uh, those were, some of those missing words give me very much doubts about myself long term. Were you at the earthquake game with Joe? No, Joe wasn't at the earthquake game. No, no, not we were. We have been at our own earthquake games. You, you were at the uh, World Series earthquake. Oh, I was at a Pasadena, Rose Bowl. Pasadena, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think uh, I don't know where I'd rather be uh, because see, at Pasadena, there that whole valley could crumble. Right, <laughs> you know that, that's 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 some ancient ground there in yeah. uh, Pasadena Valley. That's for sure. But uh, I don't know. But you. you did that? Did it just shook? Right? It didn't wobble. It shook enough that I got out of there so fast. <laughs> People could not believe it. I was done writing that fast. Mm-hmm. Well, that was uh, yeah. That was an interesting experience. Which is amazing because I can't type, so I was always I'd have to go through it again to make sure it was readable. I mean, I, I, that thing started shaking. I think I was the only one who was really bothered by it. Nobody oh. else seemed upset. Well, you know, when the one happened in uh, San Francisco, the you know when it finally finished, until people saw the fires and stuff, yeah. they were they let out this great big cheer. You know, the whole the, the California crowd let out this great big cheer. The, and then uh, and then they found out that the lights had gone out and the board had gone out and everything had gone out. And then all of a sudden, people had. Uh, little TVs that were still working, and they were showing the fires, and, the, and the, they showed the Bay Bridge had collapsed, and then people knew it was a little more serious. Than it they wasn't. Thought. Candlestick was not a very good park, was it? Uh, it was. Yeah, I never went there before they turned it into a football stadium. You know, because it was. You know, it was originally it was just a ballpark, but it was. Uh, well, it was it wasn't well located because of the weather. <laughs> it yeah. would get a little cool. That earthquake uh, did more for me to understand the geography of San Francisco and Oakland. That was an amazing lesson. I, I got it all straightened out in my head about the whole deal and where Candlestick is. And uh, there's no, I'm not going anywhere with this story. I'm mm-hmm. just remembering that I got the whole geography taken care of there. I'll repeat this story again, but my favorite ever, the favorite thing about the whole earthquake was by our friend Carl Peterson from the St. Paul paper. Yep. Who he and his wife were walking in. They were just there in San Francisco on vacation. 
and they were walking down there where it hit, and across the street was a big Kentucky Fried Chicken with the bucket, you yep. know, with the big bucket, yeah. and that bucket started <laughs> waving to the point that it was getting close to them, and all Pete, who's a very proud, quiet man, could think of was... Man dies in bucket of chicken, and it would be a national story, and he would be ridiculed. Carl Peterson, such and such age of yep. Egan, well, Minnesota. And here I thought, you know, you were going to say that you were just so fortunate and lucky to have stumbled upon so many heroes uh, that were saving people's oh, lives. Oh, that was in Oakland the next day. Oh, was that okay? That was in Oakland the next day. They had me go over and cover the bridge collapse, and uh, yeah, a lot of the fellas were telling me about their exploits and. I became suspicious uh, when I talked to some, uh, some law enforcement people. Thought that mm-hmm. maybe some of the stories were a little, little over the top. A little I fabricated. Think. Yep. Okay. Yep. Anyway. So I gotta uh, go. what else we got going? What else we got going? <laughs> yes, we, we got, got nothing. Got to go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been outside all day, and it's 95 degrees. Yes. It's going to stand outside. And I'm going to be gonna driving stand out home there. with the top down, baby. I oh, am yeah. safe. No. I am safe. These germs aren't going to get me. They aren't germs, are they? It's an airborne. No, airborne. it's a... It's I want to see it. I want to see one. I want to see one, damn it. <laughs> well, that's the problem. We need to make bigger viruses. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> We got to be able to spray something in the air and have it turn purple or something like yeah. that. Ah! <laughs> Stay away. All right. All right. Well, one of these days, one of these Mondays, we we're going to actually... see the mayor. What? We're going to. Oh yeah, the mayor yeah, you are. Yeah. Mondays. Hey, yeah. did you get? You didn't get to the Lex for the rooftop, huh? I have not. I, I have did, not. They just opened their rooftop. I, I think believe we're they have did. To go over and check that out. All Why right, don't so, we? All right. All right. Yep. See you, Very yep. good. Yep. If you have questions about your retirement savings, you want to work with a person that knows what he's doing or she's doing, whoever it is. In this case, Josh, do what I did and work with a person that you know you can trust. That is Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. This is Patrick Ricey. You need to see my guy, Josh, now, especially with what's going on in the markets today. You need Josh's straight talk, not any sugar-coated advice. Sit down with Josh for a no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments including your IRA and 401k. You can learn how you can benefit from Josh Arnold's experienced and focused approach. Call Josh now at 952-925-5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.